0: Temp check.
1: Hey, this is Chris from Lamb of God, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey,
2: this is Nick Katniss from Black Label Society, and you're listening to Talking Metal.
1: What's up, metalheads? This is Jack Frost. This is the Talking Metal. Turn it
3: up! Hey, what's up, world? This is Jacoby from Papa Roach, and you are listening to the infamous
2: Talking Metal. So turn it up and stay tuned. If you want to make an impact online, GoDaddy.com has what you need. .com names as low as
4: $1.99. Plus, world-class hosting, fast and easy website builders, and much more. As a listener of the Talking Metal Podcast, enter METAL2, that's M-E-T-A-L-2, when you check out, and you will save an additional 10% on any order. Some restrictions may apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com, official
2: sponsor of the Talking Metal Podcast. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1,
5: liftoff! It's time to rock! Broadcasting worldwide from John Astronomy's Silver Spacecraft. You are listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. So sit back, grab a drink, turn up the earbuds and hit that oxygen axle road style because this ship has just hit hyperspace ladies and gentlemen will you please welcome the greatest podcasters this
2: side of mars mark Striegel and john astronomy
6: Hey, welcome to Talking Metal. This is
4: part two of our Black Sabbath coverage. Yes. Once again, we're going to talk about one of the greatest bands ever, Black Sabbath. And there is a lot of Black Sabbath stuff going on lately. We have Heaven and Hell, which is essentially Black Sabbath, in my opinion, uh, out on tour. John and I just got our tickets to see them March 30th at Radio City Music Hall. It's going to be an amazing show. Radio City is a great venue. It is going to be a lot of fun, and we, of course, will give you guys a full report. Uh, we're going to talk with Vinnie Appice, the drummer of Heaven and Hell and former drummer of Black Sabbath, in just a little bit. But right now, we are honored because the very first guest ever on Talking Metal has returned for, I think, your like, third, third yeah, time. Third or, appearance yeah, on third Talking time Metal. Third time my friend. And yes, it is. Although you were on the hundredth episode with just a brief, snippet. I made a cameo. A cameo. That's right. I yes, was
5: in the in the uh, in the welcome ID.
4: You guys all know who this is, of course. This is Mr. CC Banana. Who? Oh, come on! Now. Oh, of course. This who doesn't is know CC Banana? Thank you, Banana. Guys. You've been all over the press recently. I'm what, just. What is, what I'm is just going
5: a on? Goddamn media hole is what I am here, fellas. They can't get enough of me. I'm on all the websites. I'm on all the podcasts. I'm the podcasts, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm on fire. Wow. So
4: yeah. you had something up there. It was, I saw in the headline, it, w- it had something about CC uh, C. Banana, Twisted Sister, and Axl Rose. What's the story? You know,
5: it's amazing. You can spend, you know, Four, five, six, seven days nonstop working on an article. You right. know, making sure the typing is good, making the photos look pretty, making the artists look as good as they can. But then the news sites will single out the one teensy little, tiny little soundbite that gets the most hits. To their credit, they do that. Right. So sure. the one little bit that I asked all the guys in Twisted Sister, I interviewed them during their Twisted Christmas tour. I got an interview with all five of the guys, asking them Christmas stuff. You see, and one of the questions was what would you give Axl Rose for Christmas? (laughs) And three out of five of them said a watch. Wow. To get him on stage on time because Axl Rose notorious for showing up late, a couple of hours at a time. So, 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 uh, Apparently the media, the news site, they pick up on this and they run all the little spots about, you know, Dee Snyder and J. J. French and AJ Perot taking shots at Axl Rose. Yeah. So yeah, all the all the Guns N' Roses sites too picked up on this and I found it very entertaining.
4: Yeah, well I, I was picturing a big war between, you know, J. J. French and Axl Rose and you kind of in the middle as the media yellow banana referee or
5: Oh yeah, that would be great That's a pay-per-view special right there, my friend
4: That is, but we're talking about Black Sabbath today And Black Sabbath, one of my all-time favorite bands We did our first Black Sabbath special a couple weeks back With the great Martin Popoff on the podcast Talking about his book, Doom Let Loose Which is highly recommended It uh, spawned a lot of email So let's uh, dip into the email bag and read one here Oh man, you guys made an old Sabbath fan happy. I'm only 37, but I feel old. I can't wait to see Heaven and Hell in Toronto in March, and your interview with Martin Popoff was awesome. Maybe I'll see Martin there. That was the first time I've ever heard anyone say they like Sabotage as an album, and yes, I'm sick of the Paranoid album as well. But if you leave it alone for a year and then throw it on, you'll find that it's an incredible album. Just overplayed. I love all the Ozzy years, but I agree Sabotage is the best one. I saw the reunion tour in 1999 in Toronto with Pantera opening. Dimebag R.I.P. What a kick-ass show. I hope Vinnie Paul gets back into it. He's absolutely the tightest drummer I've ever heard, period. The Sabs did not disappoint, but the obvious weak point was Ozzy. Kids, don't do drugs or at least don't do acid every day for a whole year. You will end up like Ozzy anyways guys love your show or more to the point I love your enthusiasm for metal I think some of the stuff you guys play is absolute crap but it's okay it's metal and I don't have to buy it if it blows dead bears pirate metal what the fuck excuse my language I know a lot of young kids out there we're trying to avoid the cursing parents we do hear you but it's just the way it goes here in talking metal uh and blame Andrew for that one by the way keep it up and keep getting the great interviews, maybe you could interview Joe Siegler from black-sabbath.com. Pepper Keenan or Woody from COC would be cool. Phil Anselmo would be interesting to say the least, but no one will ever top Bumblefoot. Pepper Turkey. I'm the guy who sent you the Sweet Leaf Pepper Turkey MP3, Andrew. Andrew, thanks, dude, for listening. Uh, Yeah, man, I like pirate metal myself. I think uh, Swashbuckle had some great tunes. They were funny guys. They wore costumes. We usually don't allow anybody on the show who wears a costume. Hey, hey, none of that. Yeah. Unless, unless, of course, it's Cece or John John Astronomy Astronomy. or Kiss. Kiss. Or Kiss. Yeah, Kiss are welcome on this show anytime. Uh, I'm or kidding Or motley
6: Crew When they wear costumes No yeah, we're just kidding yeah, But yeah, nobody
4: else Nobody else But CeCe Banana is here CeCe talk to me About Black Sabbath
5: Well Black Sabbath Of course The, the band that I am So well versed in I uh, I saw Black Sabbath In fact About uh, 13 years ago Right In, in uh, California It was the It was the uh, They had the mo- uh, uh, Motorhead opening up Okay and, and then Motorhead Got sick And they couldn't play And the place went berserk And everybody was very, very upset because Motorhead was not going to perform that night, and had to come out and make a big announcement that all the people could get their money back if they would leave right now (laughs) and not see Black Sabbath. (laughs) Right. That was the offer they had to make by default. Yeah. And like you know, eight people left out of like eighteen thousand. Right. But uh, very upsetting because you know, of course, Lemmy. Is a fantastic singer, golden throat that man.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah,
5: much better than mine, and uh, and uh, it was it was interesting to watch that awkward moment when it could possibly have erupted into a giant giant cattle stampede of people.
4: Where in California was this?
5: I've forgotten. It's been a long time, right? And right. I was on drugs.
4: I got you. I but
5: got you. Uh, yes, uh, my experience with Black Sabbath. Very
4: good. And who was the singer at that time?
5: There was a uh, Tony Martin. Tony Martin, the man with
4: almost big of a bald head as Ronnie James Dio. This reminds me of something. Ah. Tony Martin had tried out for Blue Murder, and the story Martin Popoff relays in his Doom Let Loose book is that he didn't get the job because of his receding hairline. Wow. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Because John Sykes... Likes the hair, uh-huh. and he likes a full head of hair. I, I can appreciate yeah. that. So uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know, L- little, little funny. Who knows if it's true, but that was a rumor, and I think Martin does report it as a rumor. I in feel Back in
6: those days, actually, that was like the days of yeah. like bigger-haired rockers. You didn't have to be glam to still have lots of hair. Yeah, that's at true. That
4: point. That's true. But anyway, I'm not mistaken. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go that, ahead. Go ahead.
5: That was the band that uh, Vinnie Appice was in, right? Blue Murder. He was also in that band, right? Wasn't he in that banded drama? No, that, no was that was Carmine. That was his brother. There's Apice. two of them.
4: Carmine, a piece. Not to Carmine be confused Apice. with his brother's last name, Appice. Yeah, in fact,
6: Carmine actually gave me a drum lesson back in the Blue Murder. Days. Back when he
5: was still Vinny. Right. Right. Oh, no, okay. no. No. I'm just oh, I'm all confused. See,
6: Go boy, Cece commands the room. I'm agreeing <laughs> with him on things that I know are false.
5: <laughs> I know just because he's
6: commanding you. this room. Yeah.
5: That's uh, okay. People have that effect on me.
6: Yeah, but Carmine's a great guy. Um, I recently been doing some work with him with Slingerland Drums. Cool. And Gibson Guitars, which are all part of the Gibson family of brands.
4: Well, Vinny is out on tour with Heaven and Hell, or about to go out on tour with Heaven and Hell, and he also has a band called Three-Legged Dog, which we're going to talk about with him. Three-Legged Dog is a great band. I uh, recently purchased their CD, and... Had to, I did it online, actually. You can pick it up at parisrecords.com. That's P-E-R-R-I-S records.com. Is that how you... Uh, yeah, Paris. Paris. That's how is I always pronounce it.
6: it, Paris okay. Records.
4: And this is a great band. Carlos Cavazo. is That's in the right. band. Quiet Riot fan. Absolutely. Are you a Quiet Riot fan? Oh,
5: a very, very big Quiet Riot fan. Yes. What? That's why I picked up on the Three-Legged Dog, because I knew that Carlos was going to be in that band. Yeah. We yeah. Got
4: Jimmy Bain. From Dio and Rainbow, of course. Chaz West, who played in Lynch Mob and Bonham. Brian Young, who did some playing with David Lee Roth.
6: And, of course, Vinny on drums. Who's also played, of course, with Sabbath, Dio, and some might not know this, John Lennon and Rick Derringer.
5: Yeah.
4: Yep, that is true.
5: Very impressive pedigree. Absolutely. That's
4: that's true. So we're going to come back with a full episode with CC Banana in the near future. Uh, And in the meantime, let's uh, finish this podcast with a great interview with Vinny Apice. All interviews and spoken dialogue in the podcast are copyright 2007 by TalkingMetal.com. They may not be reproduced or rebroadcast without written permission of Talking Metal. Support all the bands and artists featured on the show by purchasing their music and seeing them perform live.
6: And Uh, don't forget about go daddy yeah we almost <laughs> forgot it man <laughs> do not forget about the great sponsor of talking metal
4: the official sponsor yeah we need GoDaddy. you guys to Godaddy. go to talking metal and to go to go daddy cc banana you have a website right
5: i do it's uh, ccbanana.com conveniently enough
4: right do you need another website
5: i i i, I will in the very near future where am i going to go for that
6: you're going go to
4: go daddy. to GoDaddy.com oh, to
0: get that. Oh,
6: okay. Yeah. But first you're going to go to TalkingMetal.com, and then you're going to click on one of the three links and the banners to GoDaddy. Okay. And you're going to pick which one is going to work better for you because there are some where you get a percentage off. There are some where you save X amount of money if you spend X amount of money. And all three are amazing, and you got to pick which one works best for you.
5: That's fantastic. I'll do that.
4: A friend of yours, Maul Stanley.
5: Oh, Maul Stanley. I hate that yeah. bastard. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
4: Is, uh, do you know if, does he still have a website?
5: He has one at uh, what you call, it's called maulstanley.com. Oh, yes. okay. I was
4: going to suggest that you tell Maul Stanley to get his website through True. talkingmetal.com using those GoDaddy links. And but. you know what you
6: could do if your, you know, one year or two year contract is going to expire with whoever you're with, renew it with GoDaddy. Oh, okay, and you actually don't even have to wait for it to expire. I found out you can just call up GoDaddy, or you know use the links on Talking Metal and
4: switch it. If you do call them, give them one of the Talking Metal codes, which are Metal One, Metal Two, Metal Three. Absolutely. Write those down. Remember, they'll, them. they'll all get you a discount. Uh, when you check out at GoDaddy, if you're not using the links on TalkingMetal.com. But Maul Stanley is an interesting guy. This guy is a combination of Paul Stanley of KISS and... Darth Maul. Darth Maul, yeah. And he's, Star uh, he's, Wars. He's, uh, I don't know what it is, genetically cloned after both of them, maybe. The twisted fusion
5: of rock and roll and science fiction. He's the Dark Lord. He combines the Dark Lord of the Sith yeah. and the dark side of rock and roll. Yeah. It's it's he's evil, but he rocks.
4: And that's m a u l stanley.com. Yes.
5: Yeah. Not like shopping mall right. Stanley, but mall, m a u l like like you're going to you maul someone.
6: Right. Like, or or like like that, you know, an animal will maul someone.
5: Right? mallstanley.com. Mall I often Stanley. get some traffic from people With bad typing skills, trying to go to PaulStanley.com, they accidentally come to (laughs) PaulStanley.com. That's great. It works out nicely that way. That is very good. Not that I mean. I mean, Maul gets the traffic, not not me, because
4: I'm not Maul Stanley. Right.
6: Now, was he in Star Wars?
5: Maul Stanley?
4: No, no. Darth Maul was in. Right.
5: But
6: I was wondering if Maul Stanley was also in
5: Star Wars. Well, you know, Maul Stanley, he has been on several TV shows so far. He's been on the Conan O'Brien show. Talking to that uh, wow. damn dog of his. Oh, yeah. He's, by great. he's also been on VH1 on one of their uh, Star Wars specials. So okay. the guy's getting around. He's got a buzz going. He's going to be appearing very soon at the 30th anniversary of Star Wars wow. at the Star Wars 30th anniversary convention in California in May. Maul Stanley will be there entourage and toe. <laughs> that is amazing, indeed. Man. Sweet,
6: yeah. Will CC Banana be
5: there? CC Banana actually has something special planned for the 30th anniversary of Star Wars. He may just once again break out his Star Wars incarnation, Bananakin Skywalker. Bananakin Skywalker, oh my I remember God. that one. Lots Peel the stuff. force,
4: fellas. Peel the force. That's right. Peel the force. That very good. Very good. Uh, may the and fruit be with you both. Let's bring it back a little Black Sabbath, a little Vinny. Appasy, a little three-legged dog, a little heaven and hell. We're gonna get into this interview right now, and we're gonna to end today's podcast with some music off the Pod Safe Music Network. A great song called "Frozen Summer" by the band Three-Legged Dog, featuring Vinny Appasy and our good friend Jimmy Bain, who, of course, also was in Dio back in the classic in the classic Dio lineup, which for me was always Vinny, Jimmy. Vivian, Vivian Campbell. Although I do like Craig Goldie a lot too. Yeah, yeah. very cool. So, and Claude Schnell. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Keyboard like Claude Schnell. Yeah. Anyways, here it is, an uh, interview John and I conducted with Vinnie Apese. Thank you to CC Banana for joining us, and thanks to you guys for listening. Check it out.
2: We are very honored because on the line we have Vinny Apathy. Vinny, how are you? I'm doing great. You even said my last name right. Yeah, well, that's something I wanted to ask you. Now, I've heard Carmine's last name, your brother, pronounced a piece, but I've, you know, always would hear Dio pronounce your name as Apathy. Actually, Carmine's not my brother. That's why. <laughs> no, actually, we both pronounce
1: it differently, and... Carmine when he first started did pronounce it apathy and actually I think there's uh, an old Vanilla Fudge album live album uh, near the beginning I think it was called and on there Timmy introduces Carmine he goes Carmine apathy on the drums one of the albums he says that it's so right. funny and then uh, everybody kept pronouncing it a piece and then when he looked up at Rod Stewart Rod used to call him a piece so he stuck with that and then uh, I'm 10 years younger than karma and I got in the business so I said apathy because that's the way my parents said it so ever since
3: then man it's just been how do you say your name and then we have an older brother Frank he says a peachy all right. Somewhere had a pronunciation thing and it said a peachy, so I was gonna ask you where does that fall into everything? That's the real Italian pronunciation.
1: Very cool. Yeah, that's the Italian pronunciation. And then uh, my family says apathy, and Carmine says
3: piece. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the truth. In my family, the last name was uh, Pacific, Pacifico or Pacifici, and she, uh, my grandmother had three brothers, and one spells it Pacific, one Pacifico, and one Pacifici, so it's kind of like the same thing. <laughs> Even different spellings yeah. in the last name. Oh, man, that's confusing.
2: So, Vinnie, I wanted to ask you, you have a great new record out by a project is it a project or a band it's three-legged dog it's both it's both <laughs> well, it's two in one now you yes. you brought back the great Jimmy Bain is well not brought back I mean you've been playing with him on and off again for years What what is it uh, that attracts you to Jimmy's playing so much well actually some people say we did you know we, we,
1: he sometimes does come back from the dead and this time he did and uh, he uh, actually he was the one to call me the Two and a half years ago, and uh, because we haven't played together in in a while, you know, since the Do Day, actually since World War Three and the Do, yeah. And uh, you know, he wanted to put a band together, so I went, "Cool, no problem," and uh, let's let's get together and and see how it works. And so we actually started uh, looking around for people in LA, and actually one of the first guitar players i called was eddie van halen because i thought they were not doing anything at that point you know right and i and i we just sat there and said let's start at the top you know yeah and uh, guys like eddie usually don't get phone calls from people going hey, hey dude what are you doing you want to you want to start a band so do you, you, know? you actually talk to eddie about yeah. it yeah oh yeah yeah i know eddie from a long time ago and uh yeah, he called me back and uh, we talked. He goes, Oh man, that sounds great." I told him, "Me and Jimmy, and, you know, put a cool killer band together." I don't know if you're still doing what you're doing. And he said, "Him and Alex, you know, were still carrying on as Van Halen and just taking some time off." But yeah, I really appreciate it. And you know, blah 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 blah. You know, so uh, great guitar players on the record. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it, the record came out fantastic. But that's where we started from. Then we just went through a bunch of people, and then uh, we finally finally wound up with uh, you know, what's on the album, which is uh, Jimmy Vane on bass, me on drums, uh, Chaz West, who sang with Bonham. On, on vocals, Carlos Cavazo from Quiet Riot on guitar, and we have another guitar player. His name is Brian Young, and he played with David Lee Roth.
3: You guys kind of formed this band out of Hollywood All Stars. Is that how it happened? Was
1: Hollywood All Stars together first? Uh, well, first me and Jimmy started doing, trying to put a band together, and then, uh, then during that time. who who's the drummer for a band called Trophia from the 80s, 90s, and then they played with Ike Turner for a while. He had uh, an offer to play a gig at Great White's Benefit Concert. It was for the fire victims at that tragedy that they had. So, you know, we all wanted to help out. So I said I would do it, Jimmy was going to do it, Jeff Pilson from uh, Dockin. So we got a whole bunch of people together and we went up and played and it was me Jeff Pilsen Quigger we played with two drummers and then a different guitar player and Jazz got up and sang and everybody enjoyed it and then all of a sudden you know some of the clubs around town said hey man we want to book you guys you know so we went ah, that'd be funny you know, let's go play so we started playing around then we got an agent then that band turned into Carlos playing guitar Jazz on vocals Jeff Pilsen on bass and me and Krieger on drums we had two drummers and, uh, and we we're just doing it to have, to have some fun you know we're just playing all the stuff from our histories then Jeff went off to play with Farner and then we got Jimmy Bain on bass and then uh we started getting a lot of gigs you know good gigs you know good money and we were having a good time so we just did it and then we kept the original thing going and then we eventually wound up with losing three-legged
2: dog and uh got a deal and and then we uh, made the record very cool. The record sounds great, by the way. We encourage all the talking metal listeners to pick it up online at uh, ParisRecords.com. Uh, that's where I bought it. And that's Paris spelled P-E-R-R-I-S. Correct. Correct. Not not like France.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know the, the uh, it came out the CD came out in October, and we've been getting really great reviews, and it's been nominated for the best CD of 2006 on a lot of a uh, lot of at radio stations and websites and things so we got a great response. Yeah,
2: definitely. You know, good reviews and everything so we're really happy with it. We're both enjoying the record over here at Talking Metal. Oh, and, thank uh, you. You got a, a lot of other stuff going on. Um... Heaven and Hell is about to embark on a a tour. John and I just bought our tickets to see you at Radio City Music Hall on March 30th. Oh, you're lucky you got tickets. Yeah, we got them on the first day, like right at the... It was actually the pre-sale
3: we got the tickets. Yeah, because I think the pre sale sold out in, like, minutes, and then
1: the the whole place sold out in 45 minutes when they put it on sale. Yeah, I actually heard 20
2: minutes. I don't know if that's... that's Yeah, it could be, yeah. It went quick. I mean, you know... We heard the news and went, wow, that's cool. Did you ever think that the the classic Dio era Black Sabbath would reunite? No, because
1: I thought, you know, I played with him with Ozzy when they did the first reunion. I did the European tour. Yes. And then I was on the American tour with Bill Ward. And uh, I just thought, well, it's funny because before that we even did... uh, I did a family tree of Black Sabbath and it went up to the point of Dehumanizer when we were together for that. Right. And then you look at that tree and you just go, well, you know, this is probably finished. You know? I mean, how much larger can this get? Or, you know, and then, then comes the reunion (laughs) with Ozzy, you know, Bill's in the band, he played some, and then, then I did the European tour, then we did the thing together. And then, uh, and then I thought, Oh, uh, that's got to be it, you know. And I would have never thought that they would get back together, Ronnie would get back with with uh, Tony and Geezer and Bill. And then uh, next thing I hear
2: is they're doing that. I fuck, that's fantastic, you know. It's interesting that you mentioned the Bill Ward thing because I wanted to um, ask you. I mean, you were basically... Kind of waiting in the wings, and if Bill, for whatever reason, was was unable to perform, you were going to jump right in there. Is this? Correct me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that was the weirdest story I've ever done. What happened was, uh, I was on tour with Dio, and then Sabbath
1: were on tour. You know, they're just starting their reunion rehearsals with Bill, and he had a medical uh, issue that came up, and he couldn't he, he couldn't do it. So they called me. I was trying to work it out. To get over there and do it, and uh, I and I did and uh, so I played on six weeks, seven weeks of the European tour which was which was great and then they took two months off and then they started in the states uh, at the beginning of the new year this is the year two thousand and I was supposed to play on it, but then bill was you know he said he can do it so they let him play and then they wanted me on the whole tour just in case pill had a problem while he was playing i would just hop up on, t- on play you know i knew the stuff and everything so and okay so it was a strange tour because the first week you know i'm actually on the side of the stage and all taped up ready to hop on the drum and then Bill was okay. Then the second week, I started getting further away. And by, like, the end of the first month, I was all the way out at the soundboard taking pictures. And I, you know, I, I think Bill's okay if something happens. I just won, you know. And uh, it was pretty interesting. But it sucked because if something was to happen and I had to play, I was getting out of shape, you know, for not playing. And, I mean, it was practicing, but it's still you need to play full up you know keep in shape so but that was the weirdest story you know pulling up to these gigs
3: knowing you're there but you're not playing you know it was weird it's hard to do that you're like watching the band from you know yeah it kind of sucked I mean it was great but it kind of sucked but it was bittersweet you know right did you play at all during any sound checks or anything like that
1: I did and then I broke. then I played Bill's drums, and then that night he broke a head, and he's kind of superstitious about that. Wow. <laughs> that was the end of me playing his drums. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill. Bill's a great guy. He was one of my heroes growing up, and uh, I, I'm just glad that I got to know Bill,
2: you know. the one-of-a-kind Bill is. Absolutely. Now, I'm sure this is the question everybody is asking you in these interviews, but why not call it Black Sabbath, this Heaven and Hell tour? I mean, I, I was getting into metal back in the early 80s, and I discovered Black Sabbath. Ronnie Dia was the singer, and, and you were the drummer, you know, and, right. and, and to me, Heaven and Hell is Black Sabbath, and why not just call it Black Sabbath? Well, I think it was more of a legal thing with the different parties
1: involved that, is why they're not using the name and uh, I think myself that calling it something else like this Heaven and Hell it adds a new freshness to this especially to this lineup and especially since they just finished all the reunion things with Ozzy and Bill and the original lineup you know that this comes out and it's called something else and something that really states what it is which is heaven and hell which is Ronnie singing on vocals you know right so I kind of like the idea and and you know what it doesn't matter I think they could have called it anything they wanted to and it would have it's doing like phenomenal so far all the buzz that's around like Radio City sold out and Canadian gigs are selling out and we've just gotten so much uh overwhelming response that they could have really called it anything because everybody knows who
3: it is right know? and actually maybe calling it something else created more talk about it you know definitely now you guys are going to start up in canada and then after the i think 11 or so canadian dates then the radio city date happens. right we're starting in
1: canada yeah it's about 11 shows then we uh, come into new york do that show And then after that, I don't know how far after, we're going to South America, and then Japan, Australia, and then back to Europe, and then back to the States, and then possibly
2: Russia, and uh, Uh, everywhere. We're going everywhere. That's great. Are you guys in rehearsal for that now? Uh, No, we start in two weeks. Okay, cool.
1: We're going to rehearse in uh, probably a couple of weeks, go and rehearse
3: with the the stage set, and then... uh, And then we'll go out. That's great. Now, are you guys going to do the rehearsals in the U.S. here? Yeah, we're going to do them in California, in L.A. Cool. Very cool.
2: And I guess we can expect just all the great classic Mob Rules, Heaven and Hell songs, plus maybe these three new ones, any tracks off of Dehumanizer, you think? Oh, yeah. We're going to do tracks off all the albums we've done together
1: and then uh, a couple of these new ones, too. So it's going to be quite a set list. And, uh... You know, it should be very, very powerful set. List. I can
3: imagine. Yeah, it's going to be all classics. <laughs> Vinny, I had a, a couple of uh, gear questions for you because uh, I play drums as well. And when I first saw you set up, you know your setup, I immediately took my bass drum and I moved it over and I put the toms on a stand <laughs> oh, because I wanted, to, like I wanted to set them up like yours and change my setup when I first saw you play. So wow, that was cool. <laughs> have, have you kept it that way? You know what? What happened was I added another bass drum, so it pretty much always did stay there. But I just added another bass drum in there now yeah it's really weird because when drummers play with single bass a lot of drummers just put the
1: bass drum straight ahead of them right right but then when they add another bass drum all of a sudden they move the right bass drum to the on an angle and the left bass drum on an angle you know it's really weird but I've always played with my right bass drum it looks like double bass but there's all one bass drum right and and you know I just like the fact that that's the way my foot when I sit down my foot's angled a little bit and that I've, I like the pedal to be in line with my foot, and, I've, and that gives me room for the toms to go down a little lower in the front. You know, it will cool. be right in front of the snare. So I've always played like that. But, uh, you know, I know it's a little odd uh, because most people have the toms coming in on the bass drum, but it's a,
3: a different setup that way. Right, right, definitely. And I know that, notice now that you're using, like, the double-headed toms, but in yeah. a lot of your past kits, you were just using single-headed tom-toms. Yeah,
1: right. I used to use all single-headed toms and uh they sound really really punchy you know with a good pa put the mics underneath they just really punched out but uh, then i started playing doubles in the studio and then i started you know messing around with them and i got used to the the tone of the doubles and
3: i like those now too that's cool so now i'm all back to doubles except the bass drum you know i always take the front head off almost right right and are you going to have uh one of the big classic sets for this tour Oh yeah! I just just ordered. We went over to DW
1: and and designed a new kit. It's going to be this new amazing wood that they found in some foreign country. That sounds great, and it's got a great look to it, and it's going to be. uh, just a whole brand new thing that they haven't put out yet DW and uh, it's gonna have four flying toms a lot of toms it's gonna be a big kit cool.
3: a
2: lot of cymbals and stuff yeah
3: that sounds great
2: man. hey Vinny I wanted to ask you um, about John Lennon Now, uh, oh, okay did you actually do some recording with the late great John Lennon yeah what we actually did we met him by doing handclaps on
1: the song whatever gets you through the night i had a band in new york and uh this when i was like 16 It was a nine-piece band we used to rehearse at director plant studios in new york and our manager was the owner of the place so john used to work upstairs and we were great friends with jimmy ivine and uh he used to work with john they needed hand claps so him and elton john in the studio they go well we need handclaps. claps hey, let's call the band Call Vinny and the band. we come down, we go in the studio and we can see John and Elton in the control room, you know, like freaking out. So we did hand claps on that and then John asked Jimmy, who's that? that's the band that Roy manages and I'm producing they rehearse upstairs every night uh, two days later him and Yoko John and Yoko come walking in sit down in our rehearsal room watch us rehearse wow you know? unbelievable pretty cool shit and then he used to come up and hang out you know and then uh, he asked us to do some stuff with him in the studio where we just played to him a, a track like a video they, they released There's a couple of videos and we played to an existing track then we did a gig with him at the New York Hilton we played Imagine and Slippin' and Sliding with him and uh, and then, then we did go in the studio where he produced Roy the owner of the record plant's wife she was a singer we went in and recorded eight songs with him as producer wow and then I used to to go to school the next day
3: yeah that's amazing yeah I used to go back to school and go shit man I don't want to be here <laughs> <laughs> to think that all the other kids are probably just you know doing whatever they do and you were playing probably went playing to a baseball you... game the night before you know right and you're playing and, and <laughs> recording with John Lennon I mean that is yeah. great that is we worked with John Lennon and Nellis met Elton
1: John and just played with him the night before and now in school doing the fucking
2: algebra or something <laughs> <kidding, you know? laughs> it's great well Vinny thank you so much for joining us on uh, Talking Metal I wanted to just relate a story that when I was 15, Dio was doing the band. Of course, was doing a record signing in Melrose Park, Illinois, and uh, uh-huh. and you guys were all up there, kind of behind a table signing the intermission record. And we were told. And I also had a poster, so I bought the record. I had a poster, and I was told that I could only have one autograph from each guy in the band <laughs> and and I got up there and uh, you signed my record and you were like what about the poster I was like oh they told me I can only have one autograph you said give me that poster and you said <laughs> so I, I really appreciate that you've always been uh, no, very um, cool to the fans oh uh, yeah uh, we always did that we, you know it was always the people
1: all the people going well they tried to make the line move you know right it was right. probably a long line but you know <laughs> we always ah right, give me that thing. let me sign up for you you know hey if it wasn't for you guys, you know, the
2: fans, we wouldn't be here, you know. And uh, so you got to take care of uh, one hand washes the other. Definitely. And, and we just, uh, as metalheads, thank you for all the great hard rock and heavy metal music you've brought us through the years. Oh, thank you very much. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just honored to, to be in the position to be doing this, you know. And then uh, going back out with this band, you know, I'm just totally excited. Great, no. absolutely. Everybody should check out Heaven and Hell on tour, and also pick up the Three Legged Dog CD. Yeah, check out Three Legged Dog, and then I have a Vinny MySpace.
3: You can go there, Vinny with an I E, not a Y. And there's a whole bunch of stuff on there, VinnyAppasy.com too. Yeah, we'll definitely link all those sites uh, in the Talking Metal show notes on TalkingMetal.com. Great. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, you guys, and I'll see you in New York then, huh? Absolutely. March 30th. I'm glad you got the tickets. That's cool. <laughs> very cool. Thanks, Vinny. Alright, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Take care.
0: This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves, to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever, Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail.